And welcome back to Reaction Cast. Uh, and this time around, we're going to be talking our mid-season discussion about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And today with me is Josh, bleh, Josh from Gingerflix. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. Welcome back. It seems uh, you are a semi-regular on this show at this moment. Yeah. Uh, Your viewership is going down. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's, you know, the the thing is, it's it's a good thing because there's a lot of good things to talk about. That's a, that's why. Yeah. If there wasn't, then like, there'd be nothing to talk about. So, um, but uh, we, if you want to hear our first thoughts on episode one of Falcon and Winter Soldier, it should be down uh, in the list of reaction cast. Uh, but now, this is the weird thing about Falcon and Winter Soldier. It is a six episode mini series mm -hmm. so we're going to be talking about only the basic kind of little bit of recap of what we thought of episode one but then really going to episode two and three and then kind of thinking what we're going to be doing for the most part so i think we both agreed that episode one opened a, a very good way to showcase what uh falcon and winter soldier have been doing right after the events of endgame and what they've yeah. been struggling through. Yeah, the, and then, only, <clears throat> the only thing I didn't like about the first episode is that we didn't actually see Bucky and Sam together. Yes, I remember you. you that, that was the only thing. The rest, I mean, it was so cool. Like, I really enjoyed the first episode. I mean, started off with one of the best, like, flying action scenes in a long time. And then you had... But then exploring the world of how money is affecting is part of superheroes lives you know fi their financials and stuff how that how they're dealing with that on sam's side and then bucky dealing with his ptsd and or trying to make amends to people he's wronged yeah like i thought it was a cool exploration like that yeah. first episode yeah um and then now then we dive into episode two because right after just at the end of episode one they announced the new uh captain america john walker um and so let's kind of open into episode two where we get like a brief intro into john walker's uh his kind of his mentality going into becoming the new captain america and a little brief uh kind of uh What's the career information about him and in the military? What do you what do you think of his brief introduction to, uh, in episode two? Well, it's so it's so weird to watch these shows, you know, because you know, I mean, I, I have never read a comic with U.S. Agent, but I know of him, and I know that he was a villain of sorts for a while. So, already watching it, I'm like, okay, where are they go like immediately, I'm like, where are they going with this guy? <clears throat> now, I was. The performance, I think, is great. I'm really liking Wyatt Russell as John Walker. <clears throat> Excuse me. That being said, the, his whole intro, you know, is cool. Getting a taste of um, sort of finding out his backstory in the military, like that very first scene, talking with, uh, oh, my God, what's his buddy's uh, name? Battlestar. What's Le yeah, uh, we'll Lamar? Call, we'll call him. Yeah. Lamar, right? Um, talking with him and then his girlfriend or wife. You know, it's cool. Significant like, other. What's that? Significant other. He's Significant roundabout, other, sure. roundabout way to say everything. But 
you know, getting sort of a character, a taste of his character, like behind the scenes, sort of. So it's it's weird. It's trying. Like, what's weird about him is that is he putting on a persona as Captain America, right? With Steve Rogers, he was just Steve Rogers as Captain America, but he was always Steve Rogers. His ideals, his personality never really changed. He was just in battle or not in battle, like basically, right? That's that's just what it was. Where this John Walker guy, he has this sort of nervousness, this like trepidation before, and then he puts on the suit, and all of a sudden he's like, he's trying to be casual in that in that initial interview with with um, you know like what, what, whoever that lady was. But at the same time, it's this big spectacle and he's kind of reveling in, in it, you know? So, I mean, I really enjoyed his introduction. I feel like there's a lot of layers to him as well. And uh, I think he's doing, I think Wyatt Russell is doing a great job in his performance. I mean, obviously people are upset that, no, we want Steve Rogers. And it's like, but we get that. We, we get that, but he's, he's not Steve Rogers. And he's not, like, he's, that character is replacing Captain America, not replacing Steve Rogers. And again, it's just part of the story. Like, it, anyway, I, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying where they're going with him, and I'm, I know he's gonna he's gonna do some nasty stuff. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I we know. can we can we'll keep talking about it. So, um, so going continuing with on with the episode episode two a little bit, um, we then kind of transition to uh, the, finally getting uh, Bucky and uh, Sam together. Uh, after the whole like announcement of okay, the new Captain America, yeah, it was like immediate too. And it, it's like okay, so that there's no like there's no brief cap like oh there's something that they immediately get into it like okay yeah immediately so, Bucky's there why is he uh, it, and it, it kind of <laughs> and I like it because it, it's a mix of of just uh, Sam kind of seeing all these new posters of the new Captain America so you see this kind of like. Uh, it's probably been like a, a day or two, maybe under a week of all this media stuff happening, right? Uh, behind yeah. uh, Captain America. So everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, if you're, if they're both of them, they're like kind of sick and tired at this point. Um, but you kind of, it kind of uh, alleviates the show's tension a little bit with kind of the joke with the whole, uh, the three big, uh, the big three, uh, Oh, what the fuck were the big three? Can't remember. Uh, Wizards, androids, and like superhumans or something. Um, aliens, aliens, androids, androids and, wizards. and wizards. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then the whole joke about uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's always kind of been that's kind of a, the truth, really. It's always been either aliens. Yeah. Or. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Well, it kind of alleviates the episode a little bit and kind of throws some comedy into the mix of what we kind of mm-hmm. need. It's, it's getting heavy-handed at this point. Uh, and it gets to another kind of action sequence, and we finally get the the the, the body the buddy com- cop comedy that we were hoping to get when we mm-hmm. were. That's what we were expecting from uh, Winter. Uh, and I don't. It's weird. We're getting like a weird version of that within the episode two and three. Because, because you get first, uh, it, it's more like, what are those movies? There's like those movies and shows where you get the, the husband and wife dynamic. It feels more like that, doesn't it? Where they're just 
like getting in each other's ways and it's more like that that's what it feels like to me i don't know see it's definitely an odd couple it's definitely a buddy cop you know lethal weapon um or even you know lesser extent but still entertaining like rush hour right you know where these they have the same goals but they keep kind of stepping over each other's toes you know yeah. But I mean, the difference with them is that it, it's so strange because this is the most we've ever seen them interact at this yeah. point, you know, even more so than in uh, the Winter Soldier and in Civil War, because Winter Soldier, it was literally just them fighting, you know, and and Bucky disposed of Falcon quick in that movie, like each time it was like nothing. And then <clears throat> we get to Civil War and same thing it's not until he's officially not they they even break him out after zemo has already set uh bucky off and then it's when they you know cap captures him again they tie him up uh that's when we finally start to see some moments you know when we see them fighting together in the initial airport fight fight and then even after that it's bucky and cap it's not necessarily bucky and sam uh, there's, you know, they have that scene in the car, which we'll talk about the callback to later. And yeah, so I mean, you saw glimpses of their relationship. That's it. And then in Endgame, same thing. You, there was nothing between the two of them, I don't think, in Infinity War. Endgame, they just got that final, like, look. Like, that's it. You know, they yeah. got that little, you know, they both notice Cap on the bench. And he just says, like, go. And then he, you know, gives him that nod. Like, there's barely dialogue between the two of them so seeing the two of them together i am so impressed actually at how much i am enjoying their chemistry uh, i'm i'm still hesitant where it's gonna go okay no i feel uh, you there we, you know and that just skipping ahead for a sec like going into episode three when you find out that bucky helped zemo escape from prison I'm just worried that it's going to end up being like, it's going to blow up in Bucky's face. And then they're going to have this unnecessary, I don't trust you dramatic moment when it's like Bucky's character already. People don't trust him. Like already that's his whole thing because he was an assassin for like 70 years. So they don't trust him, but so for him to do something else. And then I like, I'm worried that Sam's going to end up being like, I don't, I don't know what Cap ever, why he ever believed in you, something like that. You know, just that's me, that's me projecting because that's kind of like what Hollywood does, though. You know, so I'm a little bit worried about that. Yeah, (laughs) our traditional Hollywood tropes that. But it's true, like that's what always happens. There's like, there's like the villain turned good, and then they have to work so hard, or they were never really a villain, but they had to do things. Like for example, Bucky was never a villain really because he was under mind control. He never chose to do that, those stuff, those things, right? So you have characters like that in movies where they do bad things because they're forced to do it, and then when they're finally trying to be good, like rep, like make recommends or whatever, um, that's not the right word, but you know, trying to redeem themselves, and then people are like, "No, I don't trust you," and it's it just, I could get it for character point, but when you only have so much time, you know, I'm worried that. Like, for example, like, you know, in a Judd Apatow movie, when the, the two love interests, like, hate each other for about 20 minutes, or the two leads hate each other, and the movie just slows down, I'm worried that they'll do that with this. 
Okay, I I can understand where you're coming from that and from that point of view then, because luckily for us, we're getting like three movies worth of a show. So yeah, cause it's gonna be about what four and a half hours, I think. Of... Uh, as a total, yeah. I think so because like each episode's about forty-five minutes, yeah, give or take. Give or take. And yeah. Hope, yeah, I'm hoping the finale is like an actual hour. <laughs> yeah, same, same. So uh, at this point, we're like. Uh, I, I would say we were, we're we're not halfway into the show as far as like a movie uh, plot why I think we're still in the first 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 we're we're at the end of the first act of the film I would say uh, pretty much yeah or so, yeah I would say the end of the first act would have been maybe when they found the super soul the guy making the serum the the scientist dude guy yeah yeah mm-hmm. Doctor Nagel. If we're actually talking like Akmai's, I would say when they escape with Zemo, that's the end of Act One, and then Zemo till whatever it's gonna be the yeah the end yeah, point of Act. That, that would be it. Yeah, would so we're like it. in Act Two. We're in the beginning of Act Two, which works actually. Yeah. It, it does work in that when when thinking about how the film is, uh, not the film, but the show is being uh, showcased to us. Because yeah, um, well yeah, you figure each each episode because it's six, so two episodes, one act, two episodes, you know, yeah. two episodes per uh, act, basically. Yeah, so in episode three, they gave us the end of act one and gave us a transition to act two. Um, so yeah, kind of skipping a little then to um, uh, the, the like we were let's talk about Falcon and and uh, Falcons. I mean Sam and Bucky at the moment because it's kind of really their show. Mm-hmm. For episode two, we, we we've been getting in episode two, we got them kind of bickering, trying to trying to work each other out in, on top of the battle, or just mm-hmm. talking when they're uh, when they're in the therapy session where they kind of really got into it. But then going back, uh, going into episode three after the the uh, the Zemo incident, uh, now they're kind of having to go under the radar from the military as far as gathering information and now they're putting in they're putting in a situation in which both of them are uncomfortable doing but they know it needs to be done mm-hmm. and I, I didn't really think about it but you're I, I did think about it at the moment when I was watching but it, it kind of just flew off after the, the whole sequence was over or the whole episode was over but you're right it is a this is a trope where it does a, put a giant nail in the coffin and we're like, please don't keep slamming that down, please. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. because I kind of want to talk about Zemo after this because his character so far is, is more than I thought it was going to be. But but yeah, their relationship is still a little bit rocky, but it looks like it's, it's taking a few steps forward, but always like a step back every time yeah. they're talking with each other. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, talking about Zemo, like, some people really, it's weird. I feel like some people either, in terms of Civil War, really either liked the Zemo character or didn't. I thought he was kind of a weak villain. And I enjoyed his performance. I thought he was menacing. I didn't realize, um, not not just I didn't realize, but, you know, in the movie... You don't see, you do see him like drown the one guy. You know, he killed another guy and took, uh, you know, put like his Bucky mask on himself or whatever it was. 
and so we know he is what's the word i'm looking for we know he is like he's capable of doing some pretty bad things and of course you know he caused the explosion and all that but i didn't realize that he's actually like a pretty badass fighter like we saw that in the third episode and i was like what okay so zemo can actually fight you know maybe he's not to the level of a bucky or a cap but he can fight what's that he can handle himself he can hit exactly yeah he can handle himself now besides that though i'm really enjoying his performance like i liked him in civil war and i really liked him i'm liking him in this series so far uh they are playing they are have it seems like he's having fun like the actor daniel Bruhl, and they're having fun with this character like i'm sorry i'll never get the image of him dancing out of my mind you know <laughs> just yeah. him like what was that look i don't know but i'm like this guy's having a blast and yeah i mean the show itself is just the way they're incorporating zemo like i like that it's they have to rely on zemo like that's another thing he's like yeah i'm rich i'm a baron i'm like oh okay cool like i didn't know that i thought that's your name right (laughs) yeah just the title like no no i'm actually fucking rich until you until your country you're destroyed my country yeah but still like okay so who you destroyed the country but how do you have that jet and like who's that how do you have that butler like where did this come from you know but still like that's just silly questions for me uh, but yeah, so I, I'm enjoying Zemo, and I'm like, you know what? The three of them is a dynamic because I didn't see that coming. I thought Zemo was just going to be the bad guy. I didn't think there was going to be any interaction besides uh, opposition with them in in the series. But we're, we got a whole episode where they're teaming up, and I was like, okay, I, I was I was on board. I was I was enjoying the ride. No, yeah, yeah, that I think that surprised a lot of people because everyone thought it was going to be. Just uh, Zemo kind of giving them the shrug. Because this was this was my expectation about what Zemo was going to do in episode 3. Zemo was going to give him the shrug, figure out a way to escape, and then it was going to be a cat and mouse chase trying to catch Zemo. And yeah. that, was, that was the expectation. But then we got this weird third buddy cop added on. And it's uh, like... He's, it, he's almost like the, the Leo Getz. In Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah. Like I didn't even Pesci, think about it. Yeah. Oh, He's God. Like, I didn't think... <laughs> that's a good... That's what I mean. Like, they add the third the third one to it. And you're like, okay. All right. Cool. And, and again, it... I don't think it detracted from the from Bucky and Sam. Again, it's like... I'm worried again that it adds the wrench with Bucky getting him out. But still... Yeah, there's just a lot happening that's really just enjoyable to watch. Whether, like, the first time, you know, when he's like, as soon as Zemo comes out and Sam's like, you're going back to prison. Wait, can I say something? And they're both like, no. You know, again, it just adds that layer. And because that guy, I'm sure his name is Daniel Bruhl. It is. He's a great actor. And he plays really well off the two of them. And I think they do that as well. The the chemistry there with the three of them. And the, there's like, because there's tension, there's chemistry, there's a lot happening. And it's really, as an audience member, it's really pleasing to watch. Yes. 
And I think at the end of the day, that's what we want is an, an enjoyable and entertaining um, showcase. Um, I, I want to transition now to the, the, the quote, villains of the, the Flag Smashers. <laughs> at, at, at the moment, we're just we're the first three episodes. I'm I'm not I'm not too 100 sure about the flag smashers. Like I'm not very like it's like they're like they're 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 trying to give us this emotional uh, yeah. thing with uh, what's the name of the the leader? What's her name? Uh, Carly Morgenthau or something like that. Yeah, Carly Morgenthau. They're trying to give us this emotional backstory, and it just it's not sitting well with me. It's just like it's not clicking. It's like okay. Um, no, it, it seems that uh, Marvel is doing this thing because remember this show was supposed to come out before WandaVision, right? So okay. it seems like they are—they've done a lot of this where okay, the character has a tragic backstory. Understandable. That's great. That's a great setup for a villain. And but then it's not, and then you know, then they do something horrific, and you're like, okay, I get that you had a bad bringing up or you were in a truly terrible isolated whatever but then and we saw that in the end of the third episode where she blew up that what was it a car or something uh, the GD, gdr the global no grc i don't know that's yeah. just the agency that kind of started everything yeah whatever it was she blew it up and killed a bunch of people and you're like okay and i mean i'm not i'm with you i'm not really sold on them yet I like the guy she's with. Yeah. He's he's got to end up turning basically. The he's going to he's yeah. He's going to feel... end up selling her out or he's going to die trying to stop her or save her. Like something's going to happen with him and you're like, "Ah, oh, that sucks cuz I am actually enjoying like I really like him. I think I don't even know that actor. Oh, I actually I don't know her either. I've never seen them in anything else, but I I'm enjoying their performance, but I also didn't think she was going to be the leader because, you know, you saw her in the commercials and I'm like, she's, I don't know. I I don't, I don't see much of her as a leader. Now, yeah, it's it's not, yeah, we're not, I just don't know. Maybe they're not, they're, you're right. There's not enough, they're giving us so much and very little scenes. Like, Yeah. yeah, and it's like. Yeah, to be honest, I kind of zone out a little bit sometimes with them. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. You cool. got the that they were they were replaced when they got blipped back, and they got relocated from where they were uh, because of that. The mother got less treatment because of the of her illness, and then mm-hmm. and then then they talk about the possible futures that they wanted. Like, okay, like I I get what you're trying to do, but then. Then, like I said, it's like two good things, two kind of good notes to the character. Like, okay, tragic backstory, hopeful future, and then kind of that gets erased. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to murder everyone. Like, okay. I think, I think the problem is as well, like when you're watching it, and again, this is, this is just me, is right now we have basically three different villains in the show. Right? You have the Flag Smashers, which are the current villains. You have Zemo, who is help, who is a villain helping find other villains, and then you have John Walker, who we know will turn into a villain, and then Ooh, back into a hero. I forgot number four. Who? Battlestar. 
power broker. Power broker, right? And but we haven't even seen them. Or right? we don't even know. That's there's I mean. a like, there's I, a there's a fun theory going around. I want to I want to get your opinion on that. Um, cool, because I don't know much about power broker. It took me a while. I'm like, what? Okay, so yeah, so we got power broker. But again, power broker is kind of associated with the flag smashers. Kind of yes. He, they right? sold, he, they he's, sold his super serum, basically. Yeah, he's basically... Isn't he funding them? Yeah, so basically, yeah. Uh, for To do a little recap, he... The CIA... The, the doctor from from the CIA went, was nearly completed with the super serums... Super super soldier serum. Oh, that's a, that's a word to say three times fast. Um, and then after coming back, his project was shut down. He wanted to complete it. And he went to uh, Magicor. I want to talk about Magicor in a little bit. Uh, there he found the power broker. He was interested. He had the money. There you go. He wins, wins. It's a win-win for both of them. And then at some point or another, uh, the Flag Smashers stole the 20 vials. And now and now there's, from our to our audience knowledge, there are still 12 vials out there. Because eight of them were used for... So that's just something to take note. As far as like the Marvel kind of like conspiracy, like, okay, there's still 12 vials out there. Okay, what is going to happen yeah. in the future? But besides that, there are still something out there. And you're right. I think that's the best way to complete it. Um, so I guess also as well, like, will John Walker, will he actually be a villain in the show or will he just be that foil? Like, he's that, he's that guy that's trying to stop... Bucky and Sam from actually completing their mission because he did you know, he's kind of like what Hayward was in WandaVision up until he shot kids, you know? Yeah. Like, the, the, then I'm hoping he doesn't turn into that because let's, let's go then into straight to uh, John Walker's character at the moment. Um, so I think we talked a little earlier that we got to enjoy, we enjoyed his backstory of him trying to take up the mantle and what he was struggling with. And I, like we said, we enjoyed that. But then now we're seeing kind of him like really struggling to get results and he's and he's like he's really pushing it to the limit we got it during the beginning of episode three where he literally like shoves people and like literally says like do you know who i am and it's just like yeah whoa yeah he's well he's one of those guys you know, and it's it's all it's kind of relatable to be honest. Is you know you have he wants to be Captain. Was that? I just had to have something just pop into me my head right now. You know how Falcon keeps like just saying that you know you know who I am like oh you're Falcon yeah. <laughs> then yeah. kind of like you know yeah, yeah. You're not Captain America. That's funny. I just that just clicked. I don't know why it just clicked right now. You know what? No, but it's kind of true, and that might that might actually be intentional in that because Falcon is an established hero but he's always kind of been in you know Captain America's shadow right and it's mentioned here pardon me it's been mentioned here that he's always been shadowed by Captain America yeah so I mean him saying you know it'd be like oh you're Robin you know next to Batman right and it's it's cool but at the same time Falcon like, I know he has become... He is his own hero in his own right. Just like Robin became Nightwing, right? Like, he is his own thing. But he'll... Like, 
he'll just never have that level of stardom status like Captain America had. You know, because yeah. especially in this world, Captain America is a historical figure. He's not only like a superhero, but he's taught in history classes, right? So Steve Rogers was like the face of superheroes almost, right? So yeah. by Falcon being like and he always plays it off like you know who I am right and like with the banker oh you're Falcon cool where so now you have John Walker he's he's doing the opposite where he's like I am Captain America and people have to buy into it oh yeah you know so as opposed to him already being an established Captain America now people are trying to get over the fact that there's a new Captain America you know, it's very, it's it's very relatable because he is trying to prove that he's. I mean, you can tell by his demeanor. Yeah, I jumped on a grenade and blah blah blah. He, he's trying to outdo Steve Rogers because he doesn't he doesn't want to be in Steve Rogers' shadow. That's kind of like his motivation. He wants to be better than, than Steve Rogers, and it's like, dude, it's Steve Rogers. You won't. Okay. And I sure. feel like that his motivation when they all finally come into contact together with the flag smashers again and there's gonna be some big battle he's taking that serum true yeah that's that's a given we're kind of he's taking that serum and he might take more than one who knows right because he's supposed to be yeah he's supposed to be in the comics isn't he supposed to be like able to lift something like 10 tons something like that like he's he's like 10 times stronger because he had the advanced version of what the serum was. That's as far as I know. Yeah, so he might end up being like stronger than all of them, and then and then that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna have to take him down, and it's gonna be everybody. Like Battlestar will probably turn on him, you know. It, and it's it, it's probably gonna be Zemo planting the seeds, you know, because obviously they're gonna. I don't, that's what I don't Zemo, know. Zemo does though. But still, I think Zemo is. The way Zemo's character have been playing, and I kind of want to go back a little bit and talk about the the, the history of the super uh, super soldier serum a little bit. But going back to Zemo, I don't think he's gonna be doing anything as far as the super super soldier serum, the SSS. Let's just call it the SSS. <laughs> um, Zemo's main goal is for there no to be no super soldiers. And that's true. That's true. That's true. So um, I just kind of, not to nip it that's, in the butt no, for you. You know what? That's true. But what I mean is, he might not necessarily encourage John Walker to take the serum, but he might plant the seeds, or, or what's the word? Like he's gonna egg him on or something. He's gonna, he's gonna try and spread. I feel like as much distrust with. John Walker and Battlestar and Bucky and Sam and that'll end up being in John's mind he's gonna go after the super soldier serum and that won't be Zemo's intention but that's what's gonna happen it's like like that's the thing Zemo's plans are good but doesn't mean it's gonna happen you know like Zemo hey he tried to kill himself at the end of Civil War but Black Panther stopped him right um but he did plant the seeds, obviously, that caused that huge fight between Iron Man and Cap. So he, he like this. This is a guy that is he's a genius. So he's gonna do oh, yeah. stuff. But the problem with any of these characters, just like uh, when you have movies that have 
artificial intelligence as a villain. I mean, normally if you could be like Terminator and they just nuke the world, or when it's like they just don't, they can't um, predict the human element. So Zemo might, you know, he'll plant the seeds, but he's not necessarily sure how he might react. And again, this is just me projecting. I don't know. <laughs> it's also because I want to get to that scene as we saw in the trailers where Zemo is shooting at Bucky. And you see the oh, bullets yeah. falling out of Bucky, Bucky's hands. That's true. Okay. Right? So I want to see how we get there. All right. Um. Then, okay, let's kind of go back a little bit and talk about the history of the Super Soldier Serum. Because we get introduced to Elijah the the first black super soldier yeah. uh, that that i did not see coming me but, either i love that scene that was great yeah that that brought to home a lot of the the dark history of the mcu and and i i don't know how to explain it i think it's really good to showcase because it's something it's showing Sam uh, something that could have happened back uh, in the fifties. They said. Well, I think they said he fought. They fought in Korea. So right? that's where Korea? he got on my head. Well, so, I'm bad at Korea, history. The, Kore- the Korean War, I believe, was in the fifties. Okay. So, so yeah, it would have been it would have been during that time, and so at the time. Isaiah, he was the super soldier. So yeah, it's over fifty years. Yeah, the fifties, roughly the fifties. So, so yeah. Uh, so there was a super soldier. There was a technically a black uh, uh, Captain America running around, mm-hmm. uh, and and during those during the fifties, that would have been whoa. And, but we don't. We, oh well, the the landscape of how that the U.S. is set up in the MCU is not one to one, but it's for the most part it's a copy of our world. So well, that they I, made it a huge theme in you know the especially the second episode was the struggle you know that is very relevant today, you know with Black Lives Matter. Like it was very evident, you know from. Bucky and Sam arguing outside to the cops pulling up and asking if Bucky was okay, but he was the one actually initiating it. And, you know, so it was very relevant to today. And then, yeah, of course, you know, I understand the U.S. has had a long, long history with racism. And it's, and I feel like with Isaiah like again it's it's not what, what's really cool is when you want to incorporate these kind of themes in these kind of shows these kind of movies you can't in my opinion you can't make it that's what the whole movie's about the whole movie is about uh, the struggle of you know this character um, but just to give glimpses is smart because it's a reminder that this stuff still happens and I think, and I, I was like, "Yep, read the room, guys." You know. And then at the end of that episode too, you see John Walker blaring the sirens. Same thing, and you're like, "Read the room, man. Come on." You know, it's 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 smart writing. It's yeah. smart writing, in my opinion. And yeah, that whole thing with Isaiah, and he talks. Obviously, there's a lot of hurt. I want to, I, but I, the thing is, I want to find out more. 
I want a flashback. I want a flashback episode. Yeah, a hundred percent. I want a flashback. I want to see their fight where he almost ripped. He said he almost destroyed. Oh, he did. He did rip his arm off. Right. Like I want to see that fight. I want to see. You know, they can do some time jumping where Isaiah obviously. So what they had, they must have been doing was experimenting on his blood, trying to make more of the serum or whatever and he was in prison for 30 years like i want to see that like that sounds like a really compelling story and i think that would be kind of cool to see yeah no yeah so and then they're saying what his that's supposed to be his grandson yes so yeah he's gonna be a hero too he's a a member of the young avengers so they they are he's they're putting puzzles for the younger resident he's also taken He's taking the serum as well. The right? Patriot, yeah. He's been the Patriot. The Patriot. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah so they are. Yeah, they're doing like they're throwing little seeds for the Young Avengers here and there. You know. Yeah. They're doing I am, good... I'm. I'm all for it. Let's make it happen. Okay, so let's. Uh, we're getting towards like the end. Like we've been talking a lot, but let's talk about Magipor, uh, the the city of basically pirates and stuff. And I like one. I like the aesthetic, this kind of Blade Runner neon whole thing. I loved it. This like outline, mm-hmm. it was really well because it not there's there's a lot happening in the in that city. It's really like grunge and dirty things you wouldn't expect from a Disney Marvel thing. There's people dying and shooting. There's people get shot and killed in this in episode three. Like. Like oh, okay, yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't it's see a, that coming when they met that that British lady. Uh, I can't think of her name, but you know when Carter, they. Something uh, Carter. What's her name? Oh no, no, no not, never mind. Not, not Sharon Carter, but when they Sharon when they're Carter. in the club, yeah, yeah. bar, and they get taken right to, to her, and then all of a sudden she gets shot. I was like, I was like, oh snap, okay, and you see, <laughs> boom, dead. I was like, oh. So we're going there now. Okay, let's let's go. It's um, it's the, the city is like you 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 either have the power or you die the next minute or second. Yeah. And it's but like really. Isn't that an actual place in the comics? Because I yes. don't read a lot of Marvel comics. It is. But, and aren't there mutants and stuff? Uh, suppose if I'm remembering right, yes. But that's just another nod to hit. We're just getting much closer to Latveria. So oh, they're just oh right where Magneto was, uh, Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. They're just right. introducing these like Marvel cities little by little. And well, okay, so the thing that I'm uh, thinking about is that you know people are commenting on Madripoor where they're but mutants are supposed to be there, right? That's supposed to be like it's not just a haven a haven for like criminals and pirates and stuff it's actually supposed to be for mutants like evil mutants and i'm like cool i'm all for that let's make it happen but so i'm gonna assume we're not we're not seeing this isn't the show to introduce mutants this isn't the show for that so i am it's like i said this show was supposed to come out before like this was supposed to be released last august is when we were supposed to get this series right so it would have been done in september maybe beginning of october depending on when it was released um we get so if we got 
this show where people are like, ooh, mutants, Madripoor. And then you get WandaVision. Ooh, Quicksilver's back. Or Evan Peters is back. And then you get a bunch of times with like, nope, no mutants. People are going to be angry. Yeah, just we are. Imagine, like, just think of the fan base. It's like, ooh, Madripoor, mutants. Nope. Ooh, Evan Peters, mutants. Nope. I'm just saying, it's more it's more opportunities for Marvel to pull the rug out. Yeah. But I think for the most part, at least for Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's kind of going straight forward. Um, not giving us too many surprises, but enough to divert from what is tri- uh, they're pulling from comics. Well, um, yeah, I mean, so this show is definitely not a mystery. At, you know, there is a little bit of mystery. Like, there's just enough mystery. Right? That yeah. they are revealing along the way. You know, when you're like, okay, where did the Flag Smashers come from? Oh, these are the Flag Smashers. Where did they get their powers? Oh, this guy gave them their powers. That kind of thing. So you're like, okay, now it's who's the power broker? We'll probably see that in the next episode or something. You know, so it's like, it's, it's again, it's just, it's, it's an easy watch. Like, you're like, okay, cool. I'm, and you're just enjoying the ride. Okay, uh, kind of then the last character to kind of talk about is uh, Sharon Carter's. Yeah. Uh, what? I'm a little I'm a little torn about her interaction in episode three. Um. So, so we find out that uh, Sharon Carter has been basically con- still on the run from yeah. her events, and like, okay. And you kind of have feel bad for her because Bucky and Falcon were, uh, were exonerated or whatever, pardoned. Yeah, and she's still having to can't go. Yeah, home. I don't, I don't get why she's on the run. Like I didn't. I mean, I get it, but it doesn't make sense that Bucky is pardoned and Sam is pardoned, and she's not. Is it just because she, she wasn't? Is it just because she wasn't she in that final battle? Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't in Thanos, so she wasn't... Like, yeah. that's, that what it, that, that's what basically... That's what it feels like it's le- telling us, right? Like, oh, yeah, you were, not, you were not there in the final finale, so you don't get to be... Yeah. And then it kind of like, that sucks, you know? Yeah. And I don't I'm get like, why she... That's another thing. Like, I was surprised that she hasn't been in any of the movies since Civil War. I guess you know, throwing it back. Like, why? Why wasn't she? Why? Why wasn't Cap trying to help her in Infinity War? Why was he trying to help her? Like, because did they mention was she blipped? No, they didn't. They didn't mention anything about the blip. Uh, I've only watched the episode once at the moment, so I don't remember her saying she was blipped. As far as I know. Yeah, because I'm. I'm just trying to think when they finally when they introduced her in this episode. Um. Yeah, I was trying to figure out if she... Because I don't think she said that she was gone for five years. No. Right? It just seemed like... So, she's been on the run since 2016, basically. Like, seven years. Yeah. Right? Because it's supposed to be 2023. So, she's been on the run for seven years. Not once did Steve try and help her during the blip. What? Yeah, it's... Uh... I don't know. Because they had a thing going. Yeah. You know, they had a thing going. And, I mean, what's cool, though, I really liked seeing her. I hope she kind of comes back. I don't know. I doubt she will, but I hope we get to see her in another episode. 
because she had some pretty sweet action scenes, mm-hmm. you know. And we know from the from Winter Soldier from that movie that she is like she's a good spy because she had Steve believing that she was just a regular next door neighbor, that kind of thing. So we know that she can adapt well. I mean, I, yeah. So I, I hope she comes back. I think she's a pretty yeah. cool character. And they're gonna need a yeah. team to fight. They need something. They need a team. But the, the only reason I feel divided is one. I'm glad they reintroduced her and we got a little bit more backstory for her and what's happening. But I also felt that she was kind of a little bit shooed in. Like we need this yeah. character in. So yeah, let's she... let's just how we do it. And I'm like, okay. Uh, I, yeah, that's the like, only thing. That's the only thing I felt. It, she could have been another character. Like it could have just been another. What's it, what's it called? NPC? Yeah. Right? Like, she could have been one of those. But I was kind of glad that it was her. Yeah. So now I... But that's the thing. So I wish that she was going along for the ride. After. Like, yeah. I, like, why aren't you joining them now? I didn't get that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll get more in the next three episodes. Hope, let's hope for it. Because then, then it won't feel as shoot in as it was. Mm-hmm. Um... But then, kind of, that's kind of most of the whole thing we've talked about. So let's kind of then clean up the thing with well, the final. Was there something else you wanted to talk well, about? No, I mean, it's just, yeah, it was just the last episode was just one mission. Like, that's all it was. It was just mission, 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 right? Going from and finding more and more people just to get them to the end. You know, like, that, that was it, pretty much. And um, I loved, to be honest, the best part of the episode was... You're not gonna move your chair up, are you? No. Like that was as soon as I watched that, I was like, yes, way to bring that back, and I loved it. And they had they both had the same the same expression <laughs> as they did in the I love that. I mean, I I'm on board. Like this show is great. I think it's this this show for me, I'm already thinking about when it's done and I can rewatch it. Like back to back to back, you know, that's that's the way it feels like to me. It feels like a nice long Captain America: The Winter Soldier, like that kind of feel to a movie. Dude, I am on board. All right, then to kind of close it off, then we kind of get the the end, the end of the episode because there's no there's no end credit stingers on any of these episodes. We get. Um, Oh my god, I can't remember the name of the actress from Black Panther at the moment. I just have I don't remember her name. But the character's Ao. Yeah, Ao. We see Ao like there, yeah. and she's like, and it, it makes sense. Like yeah. they killed they killed their former king. It's mentioned in the episode. Like that guy killed the former king of Wakanda. Like that makes sense. And once again, I did not. I didn't think we were gonna get Black Panther characters in the show. No, I didn't either. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense too. Like again, it's like I'm not thinking about it at all until they show up, and you're like, of course, of course, there'd be someone from Wakanda. But in all reality, it would be Black Panther. You know, sad, like, sad sorry. tear. I know it's like sad tear, but in all reality, it would be T'Challa being like, um, I'm gonna fight you again. Bring him in. Although they probably wouldn't fight like like, again that's kind of what's this is the one thing the show is doing is like it's teetering on that okay what are they doing with Bucky are they gonna make him the 
the cause of more tension, more distrust. You know, the whole reason why civil war basically happened. Like, are they going to do that? Or are they really going to finally just build them up and and be that that hero that they're like, okay, no, he is on our side. He may have weird motivations or weird ways of doing things that we don't like, but he's still, you know, he's he's yeah. he's being that that hero that we need kind of thing. So talking about that actually, because they did bring this up in the episode uh, about the shield, about how they rep- it represents something. Sam said that he should have destroyed it, while Bucky said. It- he should have, if he was going to destroy it, he would have just took it, took it himself and took up the mantle. And I actually like that, that, that line because yeah, that's like, that just, because for the most part, I don't think it's ever really been mentioned for Bucky to take up a mantle. I don't think he've ever said it or it's never been implied. The internet mm-hmm. will say it's implied, but he's never said it. And this, I think is the first time we've heard like he would take up the mantle if it, it's rather he rather not destroy it then he'll take on t- take on the role of it the responsibilities well, well it's so weird because okay exa- exactly like everything you're saying but remember so I, I i think back about civil war when they're in the plane and it's just cap and bucky right they're going to find zemo finding those super soldiers right and bucky's basically like am i worth all of this and Cap says, you know, and Cap says, I'm with you to the end of the line, like, which is what Bucky always said to him when, you know, Cap was that weaker or whatever. And it was a, such a great callback. And you can tell how much Bucky reveres Cap, like reveres Steve, you know, even though he was always more like the big brother in their relationship, he, he you know, which is different than the comics because the comics Bucky was a kid when Cap was a, you know, when Cap was, when he was Captain America in the 40s or in World War II, but this dynamic, again, it's such a, he, he wants to honor Steve. Like, he has to deal with his own stuff, but he wants to honor Steve. Like, that's, that's just how he looks at it. And I, I do, like, I have little gripes with each episode, and this is my gripe. Like, I don't understand Sam's reasoning for getting rid of the shield like i just don't get it like what are you talking about you should destroy it why that's like you know captain america you know steve you worked alongside him for years why would you not want to honor him like i don't get his motivation that's the only thing no and i think the wording of destroy that one hits a harder mark than get rid of yeah, like why would you destroy it? Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah, now I think that's the wording that really like hit home a little bit more than if he got rid of it. Yeah, and also like it's vibranium. How you can destroy it? You don't have <laughs> Thanos's blade. Like sorry, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I, that's my one gripe. Like I don't get it. And maybe you know he thought that he couldn't live up to it. That's one thing. Okay, you feel like you can't live up to it. I understand that but you still gotta try right and obviously he will like i'm pretty sure that's what this whole thing is leading up to is that he'll eventually try but cap believed in you you cap believes in you bucky believes like that's the thing with when you're asking like 
it's cool because I think it's cool that Bucky says that like I'll do it myself but he respects Steve enough because you don't see there's not a the, like what I'm liking is that there isn't a sense of uh, he should have chose me because Bucky's not saying that he's not saying he should have chose me but he's basically saying if you don't do it I will and that's very different and I like that I like that a lot like I like that aspect of it but I just don't get why we're there yeah so so far three episodes in it's given us a lot and uh, we have three more episodes into the finale and uh, like you said I'm hoping uh, we close off we learn a a big surprise and who the power that's going to be an interesting one yeah and then um kind of hopefully a really interesting and cool finale fight and everything and we'll find out who ends up being the new captain america moving forward uh but it's uh it's it's a ride a very like very deep and hard ride so far but mm-hmm. they've been doing they've been doing a yeah. good job as far as everyone else it's flag smashers need a little bit more work but i'm hoping it gives us a little bit more if not hopefully they'll like finish them off and then we can get back yeah. to well, well sorry I guess that's what I was trying to say earlier when we were talking is are one of these villains just like it seems to me that the flag smashers are just being used to propel another villain they're pawns basically you know they're just pawns so that's why they're they seem kind of like their story arc is kind of weak because you know that it's either going to propel this power broker it's going to propel Zemo or it's going to propel John Walker like it's yeah. like that's that's what it is so that's why I'm kind of like I I'm enjoying like I, I do want to see another fight with the Flag Smashers the one thing I hated is how easily they took down Bucky I hated that admittedly I was like come on yeah I know they're super soldiers but you have a vibranium arm like I'm sorry even Steve yeah like even yeah. Steve like a punch like he Steve was hurt from the regular metal you know, but you're gonna get punched in the face with a vibranium arm. Doesn't matter how strong you are, that's gonna hurt. You know, I didn't get why. I was like, how did you not? I didn't like that. Like that he's fight a was rusty. cool. He's rusty, man. He hasn't been doing putting in those games. Rusty. So. It's been like <laughs> they just fought Thanos like a few months ago. <laughs> True. Uh, I, don't I don't know, but yeah, let's uh, let's hope for let's hope for the 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 good writing to continue. The good mm-hmm. action sequence to continue, uh, and hopefully the plot will still because so far for the most part we have been nitpicking, but besides that, it's been good writing all uh, along the ride. Oh um, yeah, I mean I like to nitpick, but like this this was the series I've been most looking forward to since the whole Disney Plus Marvel TV shows like announcement. Like this was it for me I, more than the Mandalorian, more than anything. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah, I I'm. I, this show hasn't really disappointed me at all. Like I'm every week. I'm like, let's do this. All right. Um, then uh, we'll talk once again for our final thoughts in three weeks. Uh, gives a good, good chunk, chunk of time. Once again, I I wish these were all together so I could just watch them through. But mm. I've been enjoying kind of relaxing, mostly because recording now. I've been recording a lot of these shows, so I need yeah. I need a break. <laughs> But besides that, uh, there's um, I'm, I'm enjoying the breaks from everything, and uh, 
this show feels like I need a break or a rewatch of an episode to kind of let it sink in sometimes. Yeah. Um, Josh, thank you for joining me once again. I hope you join me for the final up, final review on this no thing. Um, and um, go ahead and shout out uh, uh, your show if they want to listen to other movies and TV shows on their yeah, man. On your podcast. Yeah, you can. So uh, as as uh, we've mentioned here, um, I'm from Ginger Flicks. So you can find Ginger Flicks. We have our podcasts on all the streaming things, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, you know, we have our social media. You can follow us there. Uh, Ginger Flicks Pod, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube. We're posting some things. And uh, yeah, we mainly talk movies, but we've been doing a little bit of talking about Superman and Lois, and then you know, doing stuff like this where we're guesting here on with Jesus doing all these wicked Marvel awesome TV shows and all that good stuff as well. So, all right, yeah, so I'll have links below for you guys. Um, so until next time for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, thanks for listening. Bye.